Section 9 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Lawrence. In Brampton, Ontario, September 2011. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 3, Section 9, Excerpts from the City of God, by St. Augustine of Hippo. The Foes of the City, from the City of God. Let these and similar answers, if any fuller and fitter answers can be found, be given to their enemies by the redeeming family of the Lord Christ, and by the pilgrim city of the King Christ. But let the city bear in mind that among her enemies lie hid those who are destined to be fellow-citizens, that she may not think it a fruitless labor to bear what they inflict as enemies, till they become confessors of the faith. So also, as long as she is a stranger in the world, the city of God has in her communion, and bound to her by the sacraments, some who shall not eternally dwell in the lot of the saints. Of these, some are not now recognized, others declare themselves, and do not hesitate to make common cause with our enemies in murmuring against God, whose sacramental badge they wear. These men you may see today thronging the churches with us, tomorrow crowding the theaters with the godless. But we have the less reason to despair of the reclamation of even such persons. If among our most dedicated enemies there are now some, unknown to themselves, who are destined to become our friends. In truth, these two cities are entangled together in this world, and intermingled until the last judgment shall effect their separation. I now proceed to speak, as God shall help me, of the rise and progress and end of these two cities, and what I write, I write for the glory of the city of God that being placed in comparison with the other, it may shine with a brighter luster. THE PRAISE OF GOD FROM THE CITY OF GOD Wherefore it may very well be, and it is perfectly credible, that we shall in the future world see the material forms of the new heavens and the new earth, in such a way that we shall most distinctly recognize God everywhere present, and governing all things material as well as spiritual, and shall see him, not as we now understand the invisible things of God, by the things that are made, and see him darkly as in a mirror and in part, and rather by faith than by bodily vision of material appearances, but by means of the bodies which we shall wear, and which we shall see wherever we turn our eyes. As we do not believe, but see, that the living men around us who are exercising the functions of life are alive, although we cannot see their life without their bodies, but see it most distinctly by means of their bodies. So, wherever we shall look with the spiritual eyes of our future bodies, we shall also, by means of bodily substances, behold God, through a spirit, ruling all things. Either, therefore, the eye shall possess some quality similar to that of the mind, by which they shall be able to discern spiritual things, and among them God. 
a supposition for which it is difficult or even impossible to find any support in scripture or what is more easy to comprehend god will be so known by us and so much before us that we shall see him by the spirit in ourselves in one another in himself in the new heavens and the new earth in every created thing that shall then exist and that also by the body we shall see him in every bodily thing which the keen vision of the eye of the spiritual body shall reach our thoughts also shall be visible to all for then shall be fulfilled the words of the apostle judge nothing before the time until the lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts and then shall every man have praise of god how great shall be that felicity which shall be tainted with no evil which shall lack no good and which shall afford leisure for the praises of god who shall be all in all for i know not what other employment there can be where no weariness shall slacken activity nor any want stimulate to labor i am admonished also by the sacred song in which i read or hear the words blessed are they that dwell in thy house they will be always praising thee End of section 9